Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I am absolutely delighted to welcome Dog Tired in the building. So we have Luke on guitars, Keith on drums, Chris on vocals, and Barry on bass. Hey! Fresh out, I'd say, from their trip to Galway. Silence. <laughs> Jesus, come on. It's definitely not fresh. Fresh. <laughs> How did it go? Uh, Galway's class last night. Uh, amazing crowd. Never played Sally Longs before, so it was, it was banging. Oh, really? You yeah. Okay. So we played the cellar before a couple of years ago, uh, but it was brilliant to be in Sally Long's playing there. So yeah, awesome. Big crowd. Yeah, it was actually really good. Like, yeah, really, really good. It was good to see as well. Like we haven't, well, we haven't been to Ireland in two years, but playing the new album and people were singing the lyrics. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and oh you, that was my favorite one. Can you play this one off yeah. the new album? And, and that's the fucking Irish crowd feel. I'd say if you, totally like, if you yeah. don't come back to a place in a while, you expect it to kind of be like it'll die off. Like you're kind of people's interest in you, but then people were coming in with our t-shirts on, and that was great. Yeah, like it, yeah. and yeah. of course, uh, did you meet up with the slug lads? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we were staying at the said hello. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. but we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice one. Nice I mean, uh, Sean booked the gig. Uh, okay, from Tent on Slug, so we ended up uh, in traditional Galway fashion, getting absolutely steaming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we brought fast. Was Ronan and Michal there as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. Ronan was there. Ronan, Ronan only was there. had one beer. No, he didn't. He got absolutely steaming. Did you hear? About the last time they played here, I bet you didn't in no. Bean, Yeah, um, they were playing here for um, Ritual of the Evil Eye. Okay. So, um, cool. like the crawling, there was a lot of the acts that were on today. Well, crawling definitely were playing there anyway. So, like the fucking ohms are there as well. So the pressure was ratcheting up the whole time. You know, and I said to oh. Sean, "I goes fucking hell, kid, you're gonna have to play." A gig of your life here because every single band were fucking nailing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> so fuck it. Ronan, of course, didn't bother going on the stage at all. So he was in the crowd, <laughs> the whole gig, <laughs> swirling the hair. And I was, I was in my usual spot up the front anyway, giving it Holly. Next minute, I got this smell, and I said, "What the fuck is that smell?" I looked. Ron had puked <laughs> on the fucking floor, man. That doesn't even mildly surprise me. Pure rock and roll. But every, everybody was gagging then. So oh, how do you yes. fucking gagging gag? your life, guys? <laughs> Ronan lives and breathes it like. Say that though. Say that though. Folk, folk won't forget that. That's a set and a half, like. Yeah. Did Did it ever happen to you? Be sick. Nah, I've had a bucket beside me on the drum kit before, but. Adrenaline usually stops you from actually being sick until afterwards. What about you, Chris? Oh, I've had to run off while we were filming a video a few times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In Bannermans, yeah. I remember that being hungover as hell. Yeah. Hungover as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, every shot, like, just one shot, then I'm just going to go to the toilet. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. There's actually, I, I, in my other band, an actor, there's actual video footage of me, like, I'm a singer, so singing and then did just a little bit of spew <laughs> doing my guitar strap <laughs> mid song didn't even miss a beat just like <laughs> just a dribble of spew and then just continued class, man. and with all the songs the guy picked that one to put <laughs> on like, the video oh, I was like, it was no definitely way. on purpose like. so I just sent it to the boys I was like 1 minute 46 to get, <laughs> to get the wee spew <laughs> Brilliant. What did you think of the reaction you got tonight? It was amazing. Like the crowd was actually absolutely awesome. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, so looking out over it, the crowd. You, just you never really know. Like, I mean, I was at Urban Assault last year, but it being oh, five yeah, o'clock, sharp, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Being, being five o'clock, you're a bit like, oh well, maybe folk are still coming in and that. But the yeah. crowd was great. It was, no, it was oh, awesome. the crowd was brilliant. Like, yeah, it was great. people right like, into it, especially that drunk guy with the Pantera T-shirt. He was fucking yeah, loving it. Came on stage and just gave you a hug. Like how many times did he tell you to fucking kiss his nipple? Like? I've seen his nipple <laughs> more when times was, than I want to. It was when his nipple was grinding against my guitar. <laughs> it was, yeah, that's right. Uh, I saw that. Oh, welcome a cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You some patients, I tell you that, Luke. You know, you get these lads there. They just. Ah, he's well. No, he was loving it. At the same time, he's having fun. Yeah, I don't care if they're enjoying it. It's only when they're. If he wants to get his nipples out, he can get his nipples out. It's fine. Barry, he came actually up onto the stage to you. You actually, he went a bit further with more than anybody else with you. It's very intimate. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows Barry loves hugs. <laughs> As you can tell from He's this interview. He's a very outward person. <laughs> he doesn't even have a microphone. <laughs> tell Jamie I said hello as well. Will do. Will cool. do, man. Um, let's talk about your latest album, The Electric Abyss. It's like, Jesus, how many months now? Yeah, it's been it September. September. I can't September, count yeah. Because he did launch party in La Belle Angel, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah in Edinburgh. Yeah. Do you, you remember much right? about that? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, it was absolutely belting. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. amazing. Like it, it, was, was it was great to finally, I think that's the, the ultimate when you're like, right, we recorded the album, we're all really happy with it. It's the big build up, and then finally you just get to play all yeah. the new songs yeah. live. So yeah. it, was, it was banging. And like you did great fucking King Witch, yeah. Disposable, is it? Perpetua and Leave Solar Songs as well. That's fucking mini festival. Playing after King Witch is always quite nervous wracking because those guys are They're fucking really fucking good at what they do like, yeah. like so Jamie, Jamie the guitarist the king witch he's the guy that recorded our album yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, leave me lead into it sorry well we don't know who recorded our album <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah so Jamie as I said did it uh, record mixed it and Laura designed the cover as well yeah, yeah Laura yeah. did the cover and then uh, it was our mate Alan that did the photos for it so it's been a very homegrown affair yeah, every other time we've done it in a studio and usually you're cramming it in a week so you've got the kind of panic of well we're spending money every second if you make mistakes it's, it's more it's worse basically yeah. but, but did then, that take pressure off you as well it took a yeah. lot of pressure off uh, like, it, it gave us time to especially like getting sounds getting the right yeah, sounds going back and rather forward than being like whatever that'll do because you're as you keep Plus, saying crammed into a week yeah. it's good to just have a bit of time and uh, yeah. figure we also out had what the, you want it to sound like the time to go to Jamie and say uh, can you take some of that reverb off that snare because you've definitely been listening to far too much uh, what was <laughs> power, power trip, trip right? uh, you've been listening bad. to power trip too much so they've just changed all the sounds power trip in the van and then suddenly like the snare was just reverb central and it's like, <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> But like Luke as a guitarist, how did you find Jamie? To, uh, like, was he able to kind of help you, or did you did you need help? Or they shy. Uh, yeah. well, so with Jamie, <laughs> I mean, I've kept Jamie for over a decade. Which yeah, mate, mate, say, and uh, he's he's great to work with in the sense that if you're playing, you'll just be like, well, that was shit. Do that again. Like, and because we're mates, you've got that yeah. kind of you can have that back. Yes. and he's definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a good guy to record because he, he pushes pushed all of us like, but oh yeah, we, were, we, were always, we obviously wanted it to be amazing and we had like yeah. kind of got ourselves to a point but it was good to have just that extra set of ears yeah. he's not in the band and it was yeah. it was good to kind of and like as I said you, if he calls it shit like he will go yeah. oh right bro, and it's ended up like the I think it's the best we've ever sounded ah, on an album by miles which is we did it in our practice room yeah yeah. yeah. we recorded yeah. it in the room I with mean, like makeshift walls like, if you listen to it you no, wouldn't think it was just in some shitty little practice room I would How recommend Jamie to did anyone. You, did you shop around or? No, that was that was on purpose. We made that decision like right from the start. We yeah. saying, who are we recording with? Definitely Jamie because we had heard. Yeah. Other, well, King Watch stuff obviously, but he's also yeah. done a loads of other bands as well. Yeah. yeah. And it, each recording was just getting better and better. And I was yeah. like, we need to go to Jamie because he's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Say, so. And I mean, yeah. Jesus, he, he uh, did. Would it be fair to say he actually made you heavier? 
Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely heavier than anything yeah. we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the thing, we keep getting heavier. Yeah, yeah well, it's one of those things. I don't think anybody's complaining over that. Yeah. Least, you know? Usually, what happens is a band starts relatively heavy and then they tend to get crapper as they're trying to be more commercial. And that's the usual thing. Everyone's like, oh, I like their first albums, but no, we're, mm. we've kind of done the opposite. Yeah. We've just got heavier and heavier yeah. and heavier. So, we kind of say, well, so what's the next album going to sound like? Well, like, as a, vo- yeah. as a vocalist, then, Chris, you know, you kind of, I'll, I'll just give you a good example. Example, um, Chuck Billy or the Testament. Oh yeah, you yeah, know they yeah. went through a stage where like they were trash, and then they went fucking kind of heavier, and then kind of almost they flirted with a bit, a bit of death metal. Yeah, if you know yeah, your yeah, Testament, yeah. yeah. What about you, Chris? Would you well, funnily enough, you see the Testament uh, album, The Gathering. Yeah, I used that album as a massive influence for. It came from the Sun, oh, and right, obviously okay. that helped me push on to this album, The Electric right. Abyss. So yeah, I mean, I've got the obvious ones like Pantera and all that, like mm. Fonselmo and all that. Every, I mean, yeah. just the way it is. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, like that's a good example. I would say. I would say, I would say Chuck Billy, but there's also there's rather than just that low deep, which Chuck Billy's good at, yeah. Chris is uh, banging at as well. Yeah. yeah. And this album, we kind of decided to do a, maybe a bit more tones and uh, also be a lot higher with the okay. singing at times because like. Having the low voice constantly, it's heavy, but it's actually the heaviest part's the part where he reaches like some sort of high note in that. Yeah. And uh, with this album, we, we kind of made the decision that there would be like two singers, so yeah. like we're mm-hmm. both singing and having well, me and Chris have got totally different types of voices, but having that together in like some yes. sick minging harmony oh, yes. just adds to the heavy. It also things. means that you're both basically competing with each other to be as heavy as possible yeah, yeah. That's well, that was, that was like, definitely yeah, Chris would do the longest scream ever and I'd be like I'm, I'm going to do it longer <laughs> <laughs> it definitely <laughs> makes me a little better like I'm always like I think there was one song he played tonight um, where the two of you were singing and it was fucking you, you got it right it was super heavy and it was really Big Us Nine? yes no yeah. no it might no, be the no, first no, electric no, no, Abyss no, no. has got both of you oh, right away we both come in like yeah that's fucking great man it works really really good you know it's a a different thing for people to see as well because they'll think all oh, right there's four members he's a singer that's the way it is yeah. and suddenly in electric abyss when both of us are singing right at the start it's like a total curveball where yeah. people are like yeah. holy shit what's like, going on this off, Chris doesn't come in for like two minutes yeah <laughs> because Luke yeah, doesn't yeah, start yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that was weird for a video as well Chris was in the wall of death at the yeah. album once <laughs> yeah. like, where is he oh he's in the pit because he's no singing like, yeah. I was yeah. absolutely shattered when I go back on the stage <laughs> I was like I can hardly <laughs> breathe from Good my part I was like sorry guys <laughs> and I know yeah and that's something that singers kind of um, I suppose as you grow uh, mature wise um, you have to fucking remember that as well you can't be just absolutely running around like a lunatic and then kind of have to perform Unless you're Bruce Dickinson, he's yeah, guitarists can do it in their fucking sleep, <laughs> and I won't mention bass players. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in mentioning bass players; they've not got a mic. So it's a self—it's <laughs> a self-release again. Respect, yeah, fair yeah. play to. We don't I mean, have that much choice, but well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of floated around the idea, sent a couple of emails out. But I mean, the, the reality is, I mean, in this day and age, you're not. Yeah. The bands aren't waiting for that. Um, oh, the record deal, because I'm getting a limo yeah. to fucking Hollywood. It's like yeah. self-release, that, and it doesn't. Happen. It means that there's not another person involved. It's just us. We know exactly yeah. what we want, um, and that's so glad that we did it as well. Because you hear yeah, so yeah. many horror stories with smaller labels and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, the delay albums and fucking everything. Yeah, yeah the delay albums, but also quite often I think what happens is like the bigger bands they've got in their roster get all the basically takens and the people that are underneath just get screwed over quite often yeah Yeah. no as well as on the other side then if you've got got, I know it's not the same but if you've got a good promo company as well Hmm. they can actually get you out further yeah yeah I think promotions companies are definitely something you could go through we just did everything ourselves and I'm glad we did because it's kind of like proof to us of what we can do yeah like 
Anyway, but like, we, is there points there as a band? Like you're just going, am I fucking hitting my head against the wall there? Uh, you mean in like booking gigs and stuff like that? Or? Yeah, like you're just kind of going, Jesus, I wish someone would fucking help. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> Massively, uh, yeah. But that's, I mean, that is to me the shit part about being in a band. It's the part when you're like, right, guys, I'm locking myself in the room with a fucking laptop and I'm booking tours and that. Yeah. It's the most unrock and roll thing yes, ever. Yes, it is. And yeah. it's rubbish and it's draining. But yeah. uh, it, the end result's amazing. And yeah, yeah. you always got to remember, why do we do it? Because also, we all love it. We all the, love it. Like, I think the toil helps with the music. Like, if you've got the toilet going through it, your music's got more anger and more, you've got true, more hunger actually, behind yes, your band. It's a great point. All these bands that suddenly they get massive, then they bring out albums that are really lackluster. I think it's because yeah. they're living in massive houses. Yeah. They've got nothing money. to They've got no bothers, <laughs> no worries or anything. Whereas yeah. when you're a bit fed up everything, you bring out angrier music. I think a good example that's Corey Taylor. So, yeah. like, when my original Slipknot album, then there was Iowa, they're fucking really angry yeah. albums. And then suddenly he's, he was rich interested. and he had checkered shoes, and, and that was it. And then he's just, there's nothing to hate anymore. But you know what? Do I, mean? you know like, what? I don't like him, but I, I would say you're right there. Is that band Five Finger Dead Punch as well? Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Same nonsense, shit. Like, they'd suddenly, they had the hunger, and then you can see they don't give a shit. No, they're too they're glossy, man. Well, calling your album Hate H8 is right off. My friend, this is going to get brought up. the guy that was. A, a photographer like for us and he helps out with gig posters and stuff he seen Five Finger Death Punch in Texas or something or somewhere like a southern state right. and he said it was the most cringeworthy uh, like that he said he was nearly spewing because like halfway through the song they were like this one goes out to the troops support our troops no. and then everyone uh, fucking stood for the national anthem <laughs> they're fucking set man yeah. What's, that's not metal what's going yeah. on it's yeah. not metal I can, I can imagine the all these all these Americans just holding their hats and Alan in between them like yeah, what I mean, <laughs> they're fucking playing the crowd as well no like, totally like, 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 like going back to like uh, the whole getting gigs and booking the best way is like is it just take it take this takes longer well we've been around for a while now yeah. but like the natural way at the gigs when you meet the other bands and you're like just chatting away and you end up like mm. becoming mates with them and yeah. you swap gigs and everyone's like yeah cool and you meet people that are like minded basically instead of having to go through oh I'll we have to go and speak to this person and yeah. that person and they're just they just feel like a robot when you're talking yeah. to them you're like they won't do that or they yeah. won't but they're like but they just said they, but no no you know just yeah. stuff yeah, like yeah. that you know like it's, 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 swaps it's, it's, I, I understand yeah. why yeah. But, like, but that's why I kind of more gig swaps are great that's like, why I kind of more or less with this show like it as well like people forget you know if you're not into metal they're mm. missing this whole, and it is a whole community. Oh, yeah. It's a scene, but it's a community. Because, like, community means everybody fucking helps each other out. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know? And people don't get that. Yeah. Saying about, saying about people, like, people helping each other out uh, and metal, uh, in Ireland, there seems to be, like, such a, like, tight-knit community. And Absolutely. everyone's so welcoming. Mm. Yeah. And because we are just, like, four daffies for Scotland coming over but I mean if they've seen us before or if they haven't everyone's so friendly and yeah. like, really like care there's, about there's no, bands like. look there's no mean spirited competitiveness no with the bands there seems there, to be no clique there used to be a long no. long time ago um, kind of in Dublin or so right but now all that is gone it's just fucking as getting I said, rid of that is really community. important yeah, for yeah, the yeah, underground you know? scene like because yeah. there's no point in having issues within the underground scene when it's already underground it's yeah. already underground. It's already yeah. a genre that's it's not true, underground. Yeah. Young people definitely aren't getting as much into metal 
but that, I think that's because the metal that gets shoved down their throat by the media is like five finger death punch. Whereas yeah. if they were to come out and see underground bands like that kid that was up yeah, there, yeah, there's a, you must have been eight years old. He wanted to see us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was amazing. Like to see a kid that young. His dad apparently had the sheet of bands. What band do you want to see? Dog tired. Yeah, by me, Keith. Yeah, fair play. Um, my son, he's the same age as my son actually. My son's first gig was Ten Ton Slug nice. two, two years ago Sweet. in um, The Siege. Oh, you know, oh nice like, one. And my daughter is 17 and her first gig was ACDC in Punchestown. <laughs> so, you know, I did my best, man. Yeah. You've set them up. No, no, I set you up. <laughs> so it's taken me three years between albums, roughly, is it? Yeah, that's roughly. It seems to be like a cycle. We don't really notice it. Oh, it's, not, it's not a purpose. It just okay. seems to be that's when we... You pretty much tour it for like a year where you're solidly thinking about it. Then you start to get some sneaky riffs in the practice room. And then you're yeah. like, oh, well, that's a couple of songs coming together. And then it just, over time, you end up one album rather than bringing out EPs and stuff because I tend to find that people if they're sticking on music they like it to at least last like an album's length because say you're Especially on a journey fucking metal yeah, like, on, yeah, and true, then yeah. I love albums like, albums like have a there's like a story it's a start and a finish yeah. and it, I don't mean like a concept yeah. albums don't have to be a concept but there is a definitely overarching yeah. kind of vibe and that's on purpose yeah. where we've positioned yeah. songs and bits in between Bands but when you have an EP songs. if there's only four or five tracks you don't have that it's just yeah. songs so. yeah yeah I mean I could say, <laughs> I don't know how I was. I don't know how I came across it, but like, sometimes you got you guys there. They'd have their phone and they'd fucking sing a riff into the phone. Yeah. Actually, sing it. That's me, man. I. <laughs> Are I'm, you one of them? I'm an absolute sad bastard. Somebody was t- talking about that last night. Like, oh, how do you remember your riffs? And I was like, I'll sing them into the phone. <laughs> <laughs> In the shower. <laughs> right, the last one, the last one I said to them is like me fighting with my dog, just playing with her. And I was like, I've got a riff. And so I'm like, and the dog's like, and I sent it to them, and they were like, what a cunt. A mix of riffs, dogs, and heavy breathing, Jesus. So, like, you have your riffs and your lyrics, obviously, huge horror fans, John Carpenter, salute. What about the title? Um, the Electric Abyss. So that came from uh, there's a line in Spire Dissonance which is on it came from the sun. It's the last okay last uh, song on the album, and there's a line in that that says uh, the shrine of light to the electric abyss. I was who wrote that? Out my face when I wrote that. I was just gonna say, Jesus I, 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 but then Keith was like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "I don't know, but it sounds fucking cool." Yeah. <laughs> and then, so that kept stuck. So that's one of the last lyrics in that album. So that kind of the electric abyss. I was like, "That's that's really cool." And uh, the idea being like the shrine of light to the electric abyss. It's that kind of natural. From that album, we've went to the electric abyss. So we were like, as soon as you say that, then that's when all the imagery and the idea for the oh, front okay. cover came about. So we're like, yeah, just call just it the electric abyss. Like, Jeez, that was void, really, basically, in the that sky. was really handy to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It yeah, sounds like so we were quite clever, but we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone else just, oh no, there's a big clever story to it. You had nothing to do with shrooms, no? Yeah, no, no, no. It's just high just as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to give a mention as well to Alan Swan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking oh, legend, man. That's like, how many, that's like two or three videos he's done for you, is it? No. Uh, no. He's only actually done one. No, he's doing another one with you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was only like the second music video he'd done. He did, did he, an axer then us, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Like, the yeah, he's worked with you like, as a photographer. Oh, yeah, he's been a photographer for years and years, but he's kind of moved into the... 
the video like side of it now and it's great because again he's a mate just like Jamie so it's yeah. like we can bounce ideas off each other and he's really yeah. got a, quite a directing mind okay like so he, he kind of takes it seriously he has it all planned out yeah. Yeah. time scales and different shots he's wanting Pretty to much get every single bounce ideas constantly so. every single person in Edinburgh has an Alan Swan photo as their profile oh, picture yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, it's not really yeah, a profile yeah, picture yeah. if it's not Alan Swan's like. but I love the start of um, Dagut's 9 where it's <laughs> the kind of so we had made <laughs> the so we cool. had made the video like the all the it's all cut together and I was like it's not finished so I ran in and made that keyboard intro <laughs> did like, you yeah, cool. I wrote the keyboard intro on that and then uh, I was like oh and get some sort of 80s so I get the start of this so it looks like a video and then and he did it like, now I saw um, fucking pictures of you man in Halloween I'm trying to still on see those pictures oh god oh. that was Baywatch yeah. we've done a lot of different costumes I forget which ones are which but that one was particularly uh, maybe not disgusting. as disgusting as Disney Princesses that was pretty what grim, when like. was that well. <laughs> that was in Opium a few years ago and at the same time like a, a bunch princesses. of the lassies that we know I got the short end of the straw Barry looked great at Snow White I looked terrible as Princess Jack Oh, I was oh. I was spilling out of the Tinkerbell costume like oh, that was disgusting. Yeah, I, I, I was Bell from Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Bell of the ball. <laughs> if everyone's like, you just look like we take we take very We've done lads. like we've done Monty Python. Uh, we went as like the, the Holy Grail. Man. Like uh, yeah, ah, we went amazing. as three flowers and a bee. <laughs> we've gone as uh, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat. Me and Barry put loads in and made. Ace costumes and then look, Bags Aid Scorpion, and it was shite. And then Chris, <laughs> everyone was like, Oh, look, it's 3 4 from Mortal Kombat, and then Chris is a shite Terminator. <laughs> and is this always Halloween? Like, is it yeah, just yeah, 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 so yeah. If we're booked for Halloween, then we'll be like, Right, let's pull, pull out all the stops. I remember talking about the three, three flowers and a bee. We <laughs> uh, know this band gets some from the Netherlands, and we've done a bunch of tours going over oh, there, right, and yeah, they've come over here, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the first time we met them was at Halloween and we booked a tour whilst I was dressed as a flower like just <laughs> like after the gig and I'm sure there's a photo somewhere of just me being really serious just dressed as a flower like writing stuff down. Jesus Christ <laughs> rock and roll rock and roll how desperate we are to always have a Halloween gig there was one time in Dundee that it was a gig a week before and it wasn't really their Halloween night but we were like this is the only one we've got around that so we turned up dressed as astronauts and everyone was like why are you dressed as astronauts just coming this out this to Aerosmith what we do. Like, like, <laughs> high five and why not Aerosmith in that. Was, <laughs> yeah, was it Aerosmith and that fucking don't, don't want to mess with Aerosmith and then we're all slow high fiving everyone like, no one else was dressed up yeah everyone's like why are you dressed up like this is Halloween right because this is our Halloween don't take it from us so I checked out uh, Penny Cook. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. I just googled it to see, you know, what what kind of area is it like? It's oh God! Shit. Hopefully you don't get the residence forum. Midlothian. <laughs> is it Midlothian? Hard Midlothian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Midlothian. well, Midlothian. I. Yeah. Okay. And, so and like there was two fucking headlines, right? It just jumped out at me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so the first one was farmer punches sheep. In the <laughs> 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 that was recent. That's respect. And the next one was body found near Penny Cook as well. So I don't know if they're related. Was it, the, was it the sheep? sheep. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. Pennycook's are a, a wee bit grim, but there's a lot of metal in Pennycook. There's like yeah, well, a, there's there so go, many man. bands that have links to Pennycook. It's unbelievable. Really? Yeah, Name like, a few. Yeah, Iron Altar. <coughs> Two of the members Iron from Alter, that are from Pennycook. Yeah, like, yeah, so Iron Altar's uh, the guitarist, Squee, 
is my brother-in-law. So okay. we're all, they're all it's a bit inbred and weird. Uh, everyone knows everyone, or is some in yeah. some sort of other band. Yeah. There's always usually a link to Pettycook somehow. So they're yeah. actually coming. Um, they're touring with Zora. Zora, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Two of them quite a lot, I think. Actually, yeah. yeah. They've got new stuff coming out. And uh, so are not or who else? Anyone else from Pennycook? Oh uh, yeah, well Hammer. there's Hammer, Hammer. There's Anaxa, Axel. there's was Torn Face, Torn there was a uh, Lucifer's Corpus, yeah. there was a. Uh, and what size area is it, lads? Goddamn brewery, it's tiny. It's like a town. Twenty-six. All these people are all. Oh fuck it, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a commuter town. It's weird. Uh, when people say like, oh, when I was growing up in high school, there was just me and another guy, and that was the metal scene in the high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Because our metal scene was massive. Yeah. Like, it was a whole fucking year. Like, yeah, of just really? Yeah, yeah, Shit, yeah, yeah. that's unusual. It yeah, really. Unusual. But it was, it was probably a, an amazing breeding ground for us to all grow up and all want to be in bands at the same mm. time. And then, yeah. like, it's, uh, when we were 16 the school wouldn't let us put on nights because we always had wall of deaths and everyone was yeah. getting beads cracked and <laughs> yeah we got banned from playing so we just from <laughs> the age of 16 just started well we'll put on our own gigs so that's what and we then we got banned from the town hall <laughs> I'm guessing that in hindsight must have really helped the yeah, metal scene absolutely. continue as well because people like for instance Squee uh, like my brother-in-law in, in Iron Otter his first gig was seeing our band in the town hall and he was like, I, this is what I want to yeah. do in my life. Yeah, so yeah. Amazing, like, yeah. So, yeah. Like, and, like, where would be the nearest um, area then for, like, we'll say, free to see touring bands? Edinburgh. Edinburgh, but if you're looking for big touring bands, it's Glasgow. They always like, just go to Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's just kind of cornered that market of like, the There's big not big, big, not big enough venues. Yeah, there's larger well, venues Labelle, in Glasgow. Labelle. Yeah, but that's not big enough for. The no, bands. I mean, like, you're like, maybe, maybe like Orange Goblin. Yeah, I mean, you've got the corn exchange as well, but generally, Glasgow do have the big. Bigger, bigger venues. They've just yeah. got a lot more of them. It's only an hour's drive, man. I mean, it's I think not, they're making a yeah, venue just outside the Pennycook, though. It's straight, and I think an eight thousand strong venue. Like which you heard it here first. Yeah. Like, imagine Gojira at Straighten. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> but get, getting the twenty-minute bus yeah. to go see Gojira, that'd be class. Though. Yeah, go on. So, name. Who do you think would be your favourite fucking band to support? I would. I would say straight away Gojira. Anyway, for me, anyway. Oh, as in um, like big bands that you'd want to support. Currently, now a big yeah. support Gojira would be amazing. Yeah, Gojira. Judas Priest. Judas Priest, yeah. Priest we're on the same on the same poster as Judas Priest. Yeah, that was totally. mental. We're right. on the same. Well, that's um, Bloodstock. Bloodstock, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking. We're on Song the same day as Devin oh, Townsend, so which is Friday. Yeah, uh, amazing. And he's playing strapping. Yeah, but we're super excited. Did you? Are, are you into Sophie? Are you in Sophie? Sophie's perfect for you. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fucking perfect, man. Because yeah. you know the Egemeister is a bit too small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. But uh, yeah, no, oh God, I've seen some fucking great bands play the Jägermeister as well, though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no hiding there. Like, there's just no hiding there. You have oh, the to crowd be on just spills out. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. Um, we went to Budstock for five years, um, oh. and we loved it. But it just, we've done it. Do you know, kind of. I know we've done it. Um, and there was when we were going there, like. Uh, Tent on Slug were playing there fucking Zora just like lo- all the Irish bands are hitting it at the right time you know there was, yeah, a, yeah. There was a time where like loads of local bands we knew were playing the same year like uh, I can't remember there was like loads of them but I think that was maybe was that when Tent on Slug were playing the tent or was that was I wasn't there that year with oh, Tent no, was, no totally yeah, now would you go there as fans to the Bloodstock yeah no yeah. we have so we played well, it's about six years ago now we did the whole Metal to the Masses thing oh now, right okay that's Blood a great stage. fucking uh, but I've never been to Bloodstock before so yeah. when we went to that I was like this is like the best metal festival yeah. I've yeah. ever been to perfect so that size was for years and years after we just went because yeah. it was great like, yeah. yeah I think it was uh, Gojira was the last band last headliner 
They were amazing. I don't think I've ever seen a band that tight. I was wondering, like, because I was wondering what it was going to be like with them headlining, because usually you see them like 40 minutes set in between. It's always intense, but I was like, are they going to do anything special for the headline set? And I was like, they've just pretty much made the mark of like, these boys are the best. They're headliners. And that's another thing that Bloodstock doesn't get credit for when you're a headliner in bloodstock they throw the kitchen sink at yeah. you yeah, for, head, yeah. for effects and everything wouldn't they yeah, i'm yeah. in a marth was ridiculous oh, that, yeah. that was amazing oh, yeah <laughs> had the big well uh, to be fair the dragons theirs but there was just so much stuff like we saw we saw a twisted sister who were yeah class, they were man. great i tell you what so i didn't uh, obviously knew of twisted sister but i'd never really listened to their tunes and I was watching that set. I was like, "These guys are fucking great." I'm gonna get into Twisted Sister. And he's like, "This is the last gig." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just got into this, man. And Judas Priest. We saw Judas Priest live yeah, there uh, as well. They were amazing. Brilliant. Like that was the same year as Gojira. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I loved about Judas Priest was, and like I never saw him before, was they brought. I know they're a British band, but they brought the American Arena Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into yeah. fucking Bloodstock. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what the platforms? Yeah, and yeah. So Plus, cool. Rob Halford just oozes cool. Yes. Just when he walks about the stage, you're just like, he is cool as fuck. Like, how old is the dude? Like, 70? Yeah, 70. Like, right? He's 70. Like, yeah. He's all about ages, was he? And can, you, can you imagine yourselves doing it at 70, lads? I'll be dead. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I That's one done. We'll try. <laughs> Chris? I, I definitely will try, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Try and Chris. keep going. You've not got long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> can only dream. <laughs> if I make it to 70, great. I would like to think I'll be playing, but... I'd I'll, I'll be, be honest, I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm at 70, I'll probably be shouting myself in a home leg. Actually, did I'm I... part of the set. Did I, did I see ye tonight all fucking playing without fucking earplugs? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, like, Shame I practice my head. Uh, practice my <laughs> I know. But it, it, you can't get into it. It's yeah, the problem is it, it, it dulls the, the enjoyment as well, which is... I know, yeah, but I mean, fuck it, like, tonight us lads. <laughs> you don't have it yet, have you? No, no. No? Uh, no? protect your fucking ears seriously it's not what? worth it later on down the road <laughs> what <laughs> I remember Sean um, from Tenton Slug had had he had one of them and he lost it it was kind of a see-through but like it was like two or three hundred quid yeah no, that was Jesus. last year here yes correct yeah 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 because yeah, he was like have you seen my earplug <laughs> yeah I know I agree he asked everyone yeah. but if it's that amount of money like you'd be wanting to find it you know what I mean yeah. you know? I don't think I would ever pay any, any more than 20 quid for earplugs. Yeah, a few of my mates have tonight as now. And um, again, now I, I had them in for you, but I was constantly kind of going, pulling them out further and further. I can't <laughs> hear the fucking <laughs> guitar sound. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so tour-wise, um, for the rest of the year, we're only in March. Is it March? No, it's, uh, yeah, it's 29th February, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. the idea is we've got, uh, we actually just got one show in March in Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. so that's at Trillions. And then April, May, there's a lot of things happening, such as like Alan's getting like married and there's a stag night, so there's lots of going. Oh man, that's Steve your stag night, it'll be legendary. No, <laughs> Alan, Alan Swan, though, not him, he's I already know. had one. All right. <laughs> so no, so it's kind of busy for us, but not band-wise, but we're hoping from uh, end of May, start of June, we're already in the works of planning the kind of big tour all around Bloodstock. Cool. Yeah. So Having the Bloodstock announcements massively. Hopefully back over in Europe, the mainland Europe yeah, as well. So yeah. We're in Norway in oh, September. Yeah, we're not, we're really? Norway, yeah. How did that come about? Yeah. Is that not a swap? That was a, it was it technically is a swap. Technically a swap. There's a guy called Paul that we met from a band called Blindfolded intense band from Norway Right. Uh, he came over and played one gig with us in Edinburgh really liked him loves Dog Tired so now his band are coming over for three dates with us in August 
and he's, he runs that festival. So nice one. Yeah. Well, so. I've never been to Scandinavia, so to be able yeah. to go to Norway uh, with a band. Like, yes, there you go. a brilliant... Yeah. We get to go and play a festival yeah. and he got to play Banshees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's maybe a bit unfair. Um, like, he, like how many f- you've played a lot of, I'd imagine, Scottish festivals, have you? Yeah. Is there, is there, like, what are the main ones in Scotland? Well, there seems to be, uh, the, the main one now that we're booked for is uh, Red Crust Festival. Right, that's run okay. by Duncan Mountain. He's a great promoter in okay. Edinburgh. Uh, we've got one that we've had for years just running ourselves called Bob Fest. It's been going for like 13 years or something. Wow, like that. okay. Uh, this year it's happening again. Is it indoors? It's indoors. Right? Yeah. We did one outdoor oh, one yeah. time, <laughs> and it was, uh, we made the paper because there was a guy blowing fire and all this stuff. Eh? So oh, cool. I don't think it was made in the paper. It like Jim Rose Circus, no? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so no, but uh, other festivals. Well, we've played that yeah, wildfire. Well, wildfire. Wildfire down the borders. That right. kind of stopped uh, and then it started back up again. Yeah, yeah. but we played that a couple of years. Now, are they space. predominantly metal festivals or are they kind of... Do they it's rock metal. Rock, rock, that one's rock, rock metal. metal. Well, the, other, the other one we've played tons is in Dundee. Uh, oh, that's yeah. uh, through Slow Dragon Music. Hordes of Belial. Have yeah. you heard of that before? What's it called? Hordes of Belial. Hordes I think it's now called Hordes X. Hordes X. Well, that was because it was just... That's, a, that's yeah. a great festival, though. Yeah, that it's was really good. Years as well. Also, you might as well shout out now, you're looking for extras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You want to come over, right? Eh? <laughs> 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 Have you decided what's what single is it? Are you going to... Uh, are you going Lord to of the Vile. Yeah. Okay, nice one. It's so full uh, blasting. Yeah. Right, cool. I'm doing it in this place called the Biscuit Factory, Leaf Biscuit Factory. <laughs> but it looks... I hope it's deserted now. It's not a... It looked nah, it looks just like a brutally like empty shell of a building that's what you want to ruin music, that, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the whole theme is uh, like John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Yeah, okay. seen oh, the yeah. film. It's based yeah. around that because the song's based around that as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's all gonna be I think we're gonna get a bunch of people kinda dressing pretty much like people from Pennycook dress anyway. Yeah. Shell suits. Like, are you going to go zombie mode or what? Nah, I guess uh-huh. we'll just have people looking like the folk from Prince of Darkness and we're okay. still working with a couple of ideas of what we're going to do, but Did, uh, just kind of creepy. Why does Alice Cooper come into my mind for that Prince of Darkness? He's he's in in he was the main, no, he was the main uh, dude. The main dude, yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah. that's going back a long time, man. Oh, Fuck me. Do you know what I, I was discussing with as well? I don't know. I bet you were like me. You started watching it and then just fucking gave the up. Thing walking Dead. <laughs> All right. Walking Dead. So, oh, it, was, it was good for a bit and now it's just like some sort of soap d- drama. Weirdly, we were moaning about that on the way here. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're going for ratings now to the point where I think uh, Negan's like pumping zombies and everything. Yeah, that's, that's why on. it came into my head as yeah. well. I was just going, like, lads. They, when like he appeared, when he appeared, I just fucking turned it off. I think his entrance was amazing. That first episode when he was there was great. And yeah. that was almost like a... Com- Drastic turning point because yeah. right after that, I got and then suddenly yeah, there's shite computer really graphic rubbish, tigers. Yeah. And the point that you're watching, it and you're like, Why am I even bothering? This is actually just wasting time <laughs> in my life watching yeah. this shit. So. Oh, fucking hell, lads. I could talk to you forever about horrors as well. Um, listen, I want to thank you for coming here. Um, Thanks for having us. Thanks, man. The car crowd, as you know, the car crowd loved you. You got a yeah. fucking great response. Yeah, man. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah they were absolutely so, amazing. Like. So, like, we hope to be back. Yes, yeah. back you know. And look, if you can't get the car get to Limerick, it's it's not too far away for us. We'll travel free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. And, be- and best of luck with the rest of the year. Thank, thank, you, thank you very, very much. much. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Been listening to Dog Tired. <laughs> thanks, lads. Wave. Cheers. <laughs>
Okay, hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Skypilot here and also James Loveday of Distortion Project. How are you, lads? Very well. Good, very well. Good, Good. thank you. So far. So far. Yeah, so how was the trip down anyway, first of all? Who was the designated driver? That would be myself. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a early start, but... Uh, Fast. Thankfully, due to flouting the traffic laws of both countries, we managed to get here in time, that's cool. Uh, probably shouldn't say that. Probably not. Sure it's said that. There's um, a big invasion of, of Belfast bands down there today, and that's just like um, three V, is it? Three bands? Black four. Four. Pilot. Rupturation. Rupturation. Okay, yeah, cool. Are you looking forward to seeing any of those bands in particular? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Lock Horns again. I hadn't saw them since Bloodstock last year, so I think they're on just before us. Yeah. Hopefully get the gear set up and catch a bit of our set before yeah, we go on. Cool. In relation to yourselves, what kind of set are you, have you in mind? Um, it's going to be pretty, really half an hour to play, so you know, it'll be... All the hits. All the hits, really, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> stuff off the new album, mostly, um, with one or two songs thrown in there that they're just sort of older stuff. And what's that album called, Roderick? That album's called The Affront. The Affront, yeah. Available on all streaming platforms, etc. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that was your second full-length album. Yeah, um, bit of a gap between... You, had, you did it in uh, Bearcat Studios in Belfast. Yeah, um, been there the last... Been there three times now. We've done their EP before that we did in Bearcat, and we went up and did a, like a one-off sort of recording before that. So we've been there the last three times. Right. Um, so sure look, you know, it's better the devil you know, you know. Yeah, it's more kind of, I think it suits us better than previous the places yeah. we've been. Uh, it's kind of more set up and play live rather than record everything yeah, they have individually. Yeah, a big, big room for the drums. On the, the first song we recorded, we all recorded in the same room with a big set of baffles between us. Right. And this time, obviously, we did the, the drum tracks and that separately and all, but it's still it's spacious. You, you don't feel like you're, there's no claustrophobic feeling there, you know. And uh, Johnny Monroe, is it? Yeah, yeah that's right. he was. Um, he did post production on it. He did, yeah. Yes, yeah, start to finish. Yeah, he, um, just you know, it was um, fairly straightforward process. You know, been in the studio plenty of times before, so we're, we know what we want this time, and it was just to try and keep it sort of as raw and as much like how we sound live yeah. as we c- we can do. You know, and it's uh, pl- you know, nice and loud, and yeah. uh, everything comes through nice and clear. You know, yeah. um, I think on our first album, we maybe. We over overcooked it. You know, we we booked a full week to record, right. and then basically another three weeks of then every evening sort of tinkering. And I think the more you tinker, the more you sort of kind of get away from what you originally recorded. Whereas yeah. this time it was just like with two weekends, um, get in and get it done. And we actually had time to spare. You know, we weren't even in full days. It was like the recordings are just basically not. I don't want to say raw. That kind of sounds unprofessional, <laughs> but they're not. You know, it just sounds like us playing. You know? yeah. So it's. Yeah. It's a closer sort of representation of what we sound like than possibly you, our first there's album. A good, there's a good family of you up there as well. You all help each other out as well, you know. Um, do you want to comment on that, James? Yeah, I think the scene up the north is uh, uh, it's, it is very close to it. It's really good. Um, I really notice it when uh, I do the Metal of the Masses um, stuff in Belfast. A lot of the bands are very... Uh, there's a lot of camaraderie between them all and yeah. they seem to... You know, there's not a lot of rivalry. I mean, obviously everyone wants to go through and wants to do well. Um, but there's a lot of... Uh, good-natured, good-spirited uh, uh, banter, and even <coughs> in previous years when bands had to share gear and stuff like that, there's been uh, there's been no kind of issues with that. Yeah. Um, 
which is so great, it, you know. Yeah, it's great. I, I think in general, like, uh, I'm going to be a little bit biased, like, but I've always thought the the, the northern scene uh, is probably one of the best in the UK. I think just in terms yeah. of the variation, yeah, um, sure. of the bands. I think we're a little bit uh, as an island, even within an island. I think we're a little bit separate. You know, so a lot of bands develop more organically, and they they develop a more kind of organic sound, yeah, um, as well. And uh, there's no one defining sound. You know, we, we don't tend to do a lot of stuff that the mainland UK bands do as yeah. well, which I think is good. I mean, there's no, you know, I think that helps us quite a lot. There's no defining, you know, you couldn't sort of a new band that would be indicative of how all the bands sound. Yeah, yeah that's I think true. I think that's, that's a good thing. True, yeah. You know, it's a and very, it's, very um, Have you just one main source there at Bearcat Studios, or have you a few options when you're looking? Oh, there's 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 plenty of other studio okay. options, um, but obviously we know Johnny quite well. We've yeah. done stuff with him before, and um, we recorded previous to that. We've done all pretty much all of our stuff in a place called Einstein Studios, right. which is a really really good studio. It was out in Antrim, um, yeah. and you know very professional in that. But again, this time we just cause Johnny is obviously you know he's very familiar with our music. We wanted to work with him because we'd done a couple of VPs with him, and they sounded great. And yeah. you know. Um, this time it was just it seemed to be the logical choice you know Um, so yeah and obviously for any band at our level or whatever you know starting out or anything even and all that there it's obviously fiscally conditioned as well depends on the finances and what you have to pay some studios are a lot more expensive than others because of the level that they're at you know some of these are very professional studios as well some of them are just startups you know things like that so it really just depends on that too you know you have to factor in a lot of different things when you're sort of deciding where to record um, there's Zool Records as well getting a lot of attention up there as well in Belfast. It's not something particular familiar with. I've seen the name pop up yeah. a few times now, but I think it's more and more. It's kind of alternative, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's another interesting project, we'll say, that um, has sprung up. You yeah, know, I think it's good. another band, I think. I think you're doing a f- they're starting to put a few shows as well. I think yeah, they're working like there's with. There's a lot of bands from Cork kind of going up there now to right. play in, in Zool, um, I suppose, promotions as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely um, seen the name pop up a few times now, and I think they work with maybe Shiz now. Yeah, um, up there, and they've yeah. done a few shows together, so it's right. certainly something seen a lot more of. You know, a lot of, lot more kind of amalgamation of uh, of place, which which is good. You know, it's, uh, so it's healthy. What made you choose um, the first single? Um, super duper not. <laughs> Why was that the first single? When we recorded it, it just seemed to be a very obvious choice for a yeah. single. You know, it was sort of well packaged, good PSEW number. Um, you know, it it just kind of. It, it definitely sums up everything we've done on the front in kind of one track, you know. Um, and there's, a, you know, it just seemed to be the standout track that we had when we recorded that we were very, very happy with, you know. Yeah, um, it's, it's probably the most obvious, it was yeah. the most obvious choice. I mean, yeah. I think we've been going so long. I think we're we're turning the 18 this year. We're officially, as a band, we're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might not act like it, but we 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 Take are. Vote and drink but this year. Over the years, people have kind of. <laughs> I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but they've kind of associated us with that kind of desert rock, you know, really long, really yeah. long songs, kind of, yeah. you know, all about deep grooves and stuff. But if, if you're putting a single out, you know, typically radios aren't going to play seven or eight yeah. minute long song, no matter how good it is. Yeah. Or, you know, so super duper not, it sort of represents what we do, who we are. It's also kind of probably one of the shorter ones. Yeah, so and it's, um, and it's actually one of my favourites as well. I love this. It it. So you so got thanks, Kerry, Kerry Clark involved um, with Philip yeah. with then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to twist their arm, or was uh, we had to? I think we had to fully explain where Duke was <laughs> for a start because uh, yeah, it's a uh, you could drive past it, <laughs> you could drive through it in about ten seconds. People uh, don't really, realize yeah. they've been in it. It's Follow your signs for the center of the universe, and you'll come to it every time. <laughs> on, on that, Kerry came in at really short notice. Yeah, because we sort of 
That's right. When I got the album launched and was sort of a bit lackadaisical sometimes, James is trying to get us a wee push in the right direction. So Carrie came in at a really short notice and she edited that and put it together really, really quickly. I think we, to give her a massive we actually shot, yeah, the, video, shot yeah. the video on a Sunday and she had it with us Monday afternoon. Jesus Christ. Was, yeah. You, know, Fast, man. you yeah. couldn't ask for more. Or, and yeah. um, are you all contributing from to the writing side of things? We're very jam based. Like yeah, okay. none, of, none of us would ever just go and go. Here's our new song. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. We don't. Yeah. That's not the way we've ever worked. Okay. I don't ever think it would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't sound like us if we did it. Yeah. That way. Can you just explain some of the titles as well, right? So the Bergerac, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I'm old. That's enough. an old. That's an old one. I'm old enough to remember Bergerac. I'm sure yeah. others don't. Right? <laughs> that would. There's so a, he was, um, a detective in yeah. Jersey. Jersey, correct. Yeah. There's what there's a chord in that song just made me think that sounds like you no, know, it could be you know the, the soundtrack the about you know, the, the opening <laughs> the titles. Theme, the theme song. It's just yeah. one chord. I don't know what I couldn't even tell you what the chord is. I could play it, but I couldn't name it. That one of those ones, and I went, yeah. "Ooh, that sounds like Bergerac." So <laughs> I think because of the way that we kind of come up with our music and write music, um, things like lyrics for us are kind of the the last thing that we do. Yeah. Um, and we, if we could get away with being instrumental, we probably would try it, you okay. know. But it's just yeah. kind of not what we do. And I think sometimes when you're sort of just creating music from kind of, you know, a riff or something like that, it means that the song initially is not really about anything. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of come up with a name. So sometimes the names can be a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That should be clarified. Yeah. The song Five Inches is because the night we started jamming that song coming up with it there was supposed to be five inches of snow falling on parts of right. the UK so that's where that, that was on the news before we got the yeah. rehearsal and that's where yeah. the song title came yeah. like the song. Yeah. Happy, happy it's not in reference to anything else but like you have like <laughs> I presume did Mooncat go into Battlecat no or are there two different songs no no <laughs> <laughs> but Battlecat, well, we all, growing up, we all loved He-Man. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so we called the song, but, you know, yeah. if you're looking for a highbrow kind of ex- explanation here, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> of course, then there's beautiful cheese and nacho as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's legendary well, stuff. Nacho cheese and nachos, nachos, of course. Uh, of course yeah. Great combination. Nacho Libra. <laughs> nacho yeah. Libra and Gary loves cheese. So that's, <laughs> you know. That's so fantastic. They're kind of, all right, kind of comedy titles, I suppose, but they're, uh, yeah, they've got absolutely nothing to do with what anything. Yeah, <laughs> any content in the song, if you know what I mean. And how was Bloodstock? Fantastic, um, easily the best experience that we've had as a band ever. Yeah. Um, easily, um, it was just a, a pleasure to be there, and then to be able to stay there for the entire duration of the festival from Thursday right through to Sunday was and just fantastic. It is you a know, fantastic festival. It is amazing. Five years in a row. Did any of you go? That, that that was our first time nah, either as fans or a band a play, yeah. going to Bloodstock so it was a really great really brilliant setup. experience like yeah. you know Which fantastic where, where did you play Jägermeister stage Jäger stage we did it on stage. the Friday yeah, night we, so can't hide there, like. yeah oh totally yeah. <laughs> we were on last on the Friday so we had a you know, we got like, get an extra 10 minutes if you're you know last on and yeah, it was good. With yeah. I think it was one of well, I think did it was one of the best did that gigs. Storm hit you at that stage, or was it okay? That was the next day. Oh, yeah, it was. So we were. Well. It was, although as soon as we finished, they were starting to lash the stage to the to the ground because they were worried course, about it taking yeah. off. You know, so yeah. it was uh, it was something to sort of think about. But we managed to mess that, so that was okay. You know. Okay, cool. And uh, did you travel over at all, James? Sorry, I just got distracted there. What was the question? Listen, <laughs> let me put the whole thing. There's a hen party next door, and the lads are kind of eyes. See, uh, over like there. Just fif- fifteen. Fif- that's something I did not really want to see. How many was there, James? I'm Fifteen feet to the right. There's a fully naked lad. 
Uh, I've, just, I've just seen this. I've seen this bit. There is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> what? There's a fully naked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's standing yeah. on the stairs yeah. there. Oh, like, the bum oh, looking right at me. He turned around and seen, seen some <laughs> all, stuff. All of, all of the, <laughs> the, the, the stuff that a gentleman didn't need to say unless it's his own. <laughs> they are not making it up. Why are you not? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do treat you to... You remember this one anyway. You're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. We're going to demand this for interviews from now on. We need a naked lad over this side. (laughs) Uncircumcised as well. Just just to focus us, you know. He's not uncircumcised. (laughs) I don't want to look too hard. but. but (laughs) Did you ever go to Bloodstock, James? Uh, Yeah, I go every year, actually. Um, I sort of get passes from the Metal and Masses competition. So I've been like the last, uh, well, four four or five years in a row. Um, You know, I just think it's the... I think it's the best run festival uh, in Europe of all the ones I've ever been to. I think it's the only one that really truly supports grassroots uh, bands in the UK uh, and beyond now. I mean, there's a Metal Masses Poland and Norway uh, and no one else is doing it to that extent. I mean, it's hard to overstate the importance of the New Blood stage when it comes to finding the next Metallica or Iron Maiden uh, or Sepultura. You know, I think it's it's, it's absolutely vital and and no one else is doing it. And even the way Bloodstock handle their headliners, you know, like picking Partway Drive uh, on Sabaton yeah. and Gojira, you know, yeah. Judas Priest. This Judas year. Priest, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're the next generation. You know, there's a lot of yeah. talk uh, online about what's going to happen after Kiss and Iron Maiden uh, and those bands retire. But Bloodstock are saying, you know, here's Devin Townsend, here's Behemoth. Yeah. You know, these are the, they're making the, the, the choices now. So it's like you're just looking down, going, "It's you." You know, yeah. you're you're next, and that's their bold moves, and I think that's great. It is, know? and it's a fantastic um, vehicle as well for the likes of Irish bands going over there yeah. as well. You yeah, know? it's it's brilliant. It I mean, the amount of Irish bands uh, through the competition and just through the eager stage that have played the last few yeah. years has been, it been it remarkable. Has been you know, and and the privileges are the same. You know, for Jaeger and for for New Blood, you know, you really, get VIP yeah. access. Yeah, you know, you get your day in the press tent. Uh, and they film it as well, don't they? Yeah, they, they do, do, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so you get do. that as well. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Just yeah. fantastic it's for a band, a, you know, the band. Think about it, if, if you win the competition uh, in any region or you know, if you're selected to play it, it's almost like Blostock are saying, here you are. Here's yeah. a massive opportunity. Yeah. Um, and it's what you do with it. And like, we would like to I see your shirt there, 10-ton slug. Yeah. You know, an, an incredibly talented band that have gone on and done Metal Days. Yeah. Uh, and toured extensively. Yeah, you know, the crawl up on the same. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, they, they were brilliant, yeah. Last year. Incredible. Yeah, they, they were set great. tone for the weekend because that was Thursday night, you know, before the festival really totally started. And yeah. Slug, Slug yeah. came out and ripped the, yeah. ripped the head of the place. Like, and you just but feel fucking proud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah, you really do. Like I always make, you know, yeah. north or south, we always make a, I always make a, a, a beeline whenever they're playing, you know, no yeah. matter which. You know, it's, it's something I'm very, very proud of and I'm very proud to be a part of it yeah. as well. But it's just, it's the opportunity that you're given. You know, you're mm. given everything, you know, that a professional touring band gets. And it's like, here you go, lads. You know, it's, it's what you do. And like I said, the slog and the crawling have made, you know, huge, uh, huge death because of it. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. again, it's like maybe that wouldn't have happened without without Blostock or it might have happened a lot more slower I for think the, for you those yeah bands. you're right yeah it, it definitely happened quicker for them like, yeah know? yeah and yeah. It's, it's brilliant you know I think you know it's, it's just a huge gift that, that these bands get to, to, yeah. to, to, to as, a, as a platform because people remember your name man you they know do. you go around you, you know, everywhere you go you, you're seeing more and more 
you know, it's, it's, it's a nice enough festival as well that everything is close by. You're not it's nice, it's really yeah, like yeah, it is. I do a lot of walking and stuff. It's a pastime, but when like you go to Darnook festivals, a three-day camel ride and a pit stop be anywhere. Whereas Bloodstock is so close. I'm I'm going to go back next this year and take my son. Thirteen, and I promised ah, cool. him this year. He couldn't go last year. You yeah, know, that's a nice one. Really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, you do actually see. It's a great point. You actually see a lot of families there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they do. So you know, it's the next generation in every sense. Yes, you know, in terms of bands and, and the fans too, yeah. it's brilliant. Um, I like as well the fact that you're um, playing the siege. Yes, that's right. That'll be the second year in a row we've that's done it. So, yeah, I know. I didn't. Well, I never checked the stats. Is there many bands that get called back one, out, one yeah, year after? Yeah, again, next, it was. Last Easter was the first time, last year was the first time we'd ever even been down to it, much like yeah. the same as Bloodstock, and we had an absolutely brilliant time at it. Yeah. Um, great reception, brilliant festival, brilliant bands, great bill, everything, the whole lot, and then this good, year we're doing it again. Good Guinness. Yeah, good Guinness, yeah, good Guinness, good burgers. Um, it was um, it was, it was, was fantastic, you know, and I mean... Where, where, what stage did you play last year? We were uh, upstairs oh, in the beer okay. garden, I think yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. they called yeah, that, yeah. that particular that stage, one, yeah. which was which was kind of good, actually. That worked really yeah. well for us, you know, um, since it was our first time there. And then, um, obviously, there's there's plenty of bands from the north down at it, so you've got yeah. people about who you yeah. know and stuff and all yeah. that. And it just, just was a really great atmosphere all day. You know, yeah. it's amazing what they cram into one day. It is. In it that. Is. It's just incredible. You sort of you see the lit and you think, how are they actually managing that? And it runs so smoothly. Yeah. It's just really good. Yeah. The venue's fantastic as well. They're like the three different stages. You know, you the front, grab a burger. And you're always, always playing to a crowd. That's correct. Yeah, it is. It's, it's brilliant. Do you travel down much for James? Yeah, I love it, man. I think the siege is brilliant. Uh, I went down with the guys last year. Um, I went down with Rabbits and North a few times as well. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. I, I just think it's brilliant. I think John and Kieran have done a really, really, you know, good thing. Uh, I think the Limerick crowd, they don't have any pretensions at all. No. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, they treat the bands the same. Yeah. You know, it, it could be Metallica or it, it could be, you know, some unknown band in their first gig. They're just so enthusiastic. But like in the advent of so many um, festivals now springing up everywhere, I mean, like the Siege has been there literally for it's nearly 19 years. Or yeah, like I that. think it's like, something like that. But like it's, they started, like, I, t- I think a lot of problems with these new festivals is you have to start small, lads. You know, don't go for the big one straight away. Yeah, then, that's it. Yeah. You know, because they built it slowly. Their reputation just got better and better. And the next minute, like, it's a fucking national events for metalers to go yeah. to I think it's a good point about festivals as well I, mean, we, uh, not, I don't know about this year so much but certainly in previous years uh, we had Full Metal Racket um, in Belfast which has maybe overreached a wee bit in terms of what it could achieve and there's one in Waterford as well at, at, at Primordial and Napalm Death okay. played. I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head but it was the same thing it was like a two day thing and they, you know, they brought a lot of bands over you know, and it's, it's a big financial outlay that they just can't match going going forward so you're absolutely right you build it small and yeah. you know and, and it, it becomes a you know a bigger thing and that's what siege has done you know with some great yeah. headliners yeah. down the years you know it's and it's of perfect. course um how did the tour with blind river go uh we again we obviously went over we know harry from blind river okay. because we used to play we toured with his a few of his previous bands like end level boss and stuff yeah. when they came over to ireland um and we sort of it's been a long sort of relationship there over yeah. quite a long number of years um and then obviously when he got blind river together that was another connection so there was an opportunity there to go and play with them yeah. over in london and you know around england and stuff and then likewise we just kind of repay that and bring them and over bring here them this will be the yeah. first time over you know um so we'll do um dublin then belfast and then 
Sage. Sage you know, Bond, so right. it's uh, it's so really, fantastic bond. Really you know? good live band. They are really yeah. good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I saw them was in uh, Bloodstock, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were playing the Sophie stage, I'm nearly sure. Yes. And they were throwing out frisbees. I actually have still have a Blind River frisbee. Yeah, do you? <laughs> you know? But um, we met them afterwards then and we watched um, some band. We were all just standing together. Lovely lads, you know. Yeah, the great they lads. Played, they actually played Cork as well. Um, but it was a good a good while ago. Might have uh. been, like, you were down in Cork, was it 2009? Yeah. That's yeah. A long time ago. 11 years. Yeah. We don't like to oversaturate the market, you know. We like to... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like to keep them keen. Uh, keep them keen, you know. Yeah. The 2009, it was probably with the end-of-level boss. Aye, um, it would have been, yeah. Last time That's we were here. It was, yeah. Uh-huh. That's um, a long time ago. I really love that, that band there. Should have... They were yeah, class. They were like, yeah. They were kind of yeah. rock, bit prog, three in there. They just you know, kind of kept interested. No two songs are the same. But Blind River, like they're, um, it's only, it only kind of clicks for you when, well, for me, obviously I like them. But um, see, seeing them three, three, four nights in a row, you just go, man, these boys yeah. are go- they're going to do some business. Like yeah. I, th- yeah. I, I think they're ones to watch. Definitely, they're going to. Yeah. Definitely. They're going to do some damage. So Big I energy on stage yeah. as well. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're a good rock band. Yeah, they, yeah, are. they are. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's just hair everywhere. You, that's you, where it, we it, fall down. You will never walk them. away disappointed <laughs> from watching them. <laughs> yeah. Put it like that. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll you know, entertain everybody. Package yeah. and the two will be together then. You know? yeah. Well, um, we're coming, they're coming back at Easter time. We're going to do Dublin, Belfast and uh, Limerick. Yeah. Oh, three over the weekend of Easter. Excellent stuff. Yeah. As a wee... Like for the rest of 2020, what's your plans? Are you just going to tour? Um, we've got a few tours coming up, um, sort of dotted throughout the rest of the year. You know, back over to you know the England and Scotland, and possibly further afield. But we're just kind of working on that at the minute to see what we can do. We're also at the minute currently trying to sort of write some new material as well, um, nice because. I think we're getting sick of the songs already, so we are. So we want to write something new and do some stuff, you know. Right. Um, we just feel the need to do it, and we're we're progressing with that because we want to try and, you know, hopefully try and get some sort of new album or new release out, you know, as soon as possible. Last time we, because we're a jam band, we have hundreds and hundreds of jams, many discs. Now we're on to the digital era. Yeah. We've never done anything with them. We just twice a week with jam, with jam, we record yeah. and move on. So James got us. So he hit us that kick in the arse and said, look. Need to do an album, so we had to start turning those jams into songs. Yeah, and um, like all the last year, once we recorded the album, didn't really jam, we're sort of rehearsing for different shows and okay. tours. So, start it in January again. You know, we can still do a set once a night, get the jams, keep working on those as we're going. Mm. But the last album was quite like the the, the two the two nights were practiced before them in the studio like two songs I still hadn't finished the drums for Jesus. and the first so I took all these recorded it all listened to it the first time I played the drums was in the actual studio song five movements so this time with two songs on the go at the minute almost fully formed so we're just starting to try yeah. and I think ideally we'd like to do them live yeah. and get them down you'll maybe change them and then go in the studio but that's how you kind of play. yeah flesh it out and yeah kind of go that's it. looking at uh, tour cycles as well I kind of look at you know the album tour thing it's kind of one of why I jumped in with these guys to sort of help them because I think like you know if talking about a new record I'd like to see it maybe in April yeah. next year you know so then that would be their front cycle pretty much finished it'll be roughly two years so with all the touring that they did last year um, and then this year like Rodrigo was saying we're hopefully going to go to maybe Holland and Belgium and try yeah. to get something over there sorted out uh, maybe Scotland over the summer um, and hopefully it's back to England as well. So we're just kind of, I'm just kind of working on that yeah. with, the, with the guys at the moment. So through through the bloodstock thing, uh, 
you know you make connections obviously that's part of the, what you're supposed to do when you're there so True. there's a band yeah. from I think from Nottingham they're called Witch Tripper three piece they kind of yeah. do something similar to what we're at Okay. they caught us in the Jaeger stage like this you know had a yarn to them after we watched them the next day on the Sophie and we're going to try and do like a three gig with them over there yeah. in the UK and then three back it's actually banned on today Dog Tired as well yeah, yeah, yeah that's right yeah. Next, oh actually, yeah yeah, yeah. we're yeah. going to uh, the guy I think it's Paul what's his name um, is hopefully going to help with some of the Scottish dates yeah. um, and maybe going to talk to them about maybe getting them back over later in the year um, and stuff like that so it's kind of making those kind of contacts you know and it's a happy coincidence that they're playing today we get to yeah. see them in person cool. and they get to watch each other band wise and yeah. you know and, and see what kind of fit it is and you know and just, just generally it's good to put faces to names and you know it's mm. hopefully it'll advance things a bit more but I know that's it's the only way to do it sort of bands at our level you know you have to you know, you help us, we'll help you, kind of thing. You know, yeah. a lot of bands from the UK would love to come to Ireland, but they've no no idea where to start or what yeah, to do. Yeah, and yeah. you know, James with the connections or you know people around here that can they can go. Oh, we'll get you three gigs in Ireland. You get us yes. three over there. You know, yeah. that's a that's like, keeps it ticking over. Like um, now that he's here, what what do you think of uh, James' contribution to the Belfast scene? We'll talk about it later. That's fine. <laughs> it, to be honest with you without overstating it it probably wouldn't exist without him okay and i know he gets embarrassed when you say things like that yeah, but that's uh you know it's it, it, it is the case yeah. just them and not me <laughs> yeah who's, who's more red or the guy that's naked or james he's sitting on an um, armchair provocative. no i think i think it's important to say that the metal scene as it is now and the strength that it has wouldn't exist without you know, the efforts of james you know yeah. it, it just simply wouldn't i don't couldn't have seen it being as, as focused and as kind of together as it is now, you yeah. know. And it's been a real kind of platform for a lot of bands to come through over the years, you know, um, who go on and do things or maybe don't, you know, and things like that. But the opportunities that are there in Belfast now for, you know, metal bands and yeah. rock bands and, and whatever other types of sort of things that James yeah. likes to put on, you know, that's it, it's it, the opportunities are there and it's fantastic, you know. Like a community is basically kind of growing around them, really. You know, it's a bit of my lately. It's very cool to hear that, actually, because uh, it's not something I... Well, I do think about it, and it's great to be a part of it, but hearing it said back to me is, uh, is, is an honour. You know, yeah. it really is. It's, it's been 20 years now, and... You can pay you know, me later. I feel the same way about it as I ever did. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's had its ups and downs, like anything else, but, you know, um, it's very been very rewarding, and, you know, I still love seeing new bands. I still love checking out new bands. You know, I love helping my friends, yes. you know, achieve cool things. Um and you know it's great to work alongside people that you really get on with and respect and, and like and you know with like the Sky Pilot and, and Rala Bits and North and the Crawling you know the long term friends and yeah. to be involved you know with, with their uh, with, with helping them and, and their day to day activities is a, is a real thrill you like know, ultimately we still no matter what we look at it we're still in Ireland and we need the likes of like four or five spots for bands to move along up and down that country. Yeah, that's know? it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, definitely. As I said before, the James on it. And like, and when you're playing in a band, you go and you play the gig, you have fun. When you show up the gig to watch it, you have fun. Yeah. See, see him at James and all, and, and promoters and people who put bands doing the background. You know, you have a lot of stress, a lot of organising, a lot of money. Yeah. And I, I can't, I've told him before, don't understand the enjoyment he gets out of it. But he's a complete legend. And people like yourselves down here, any scenes and, and promoters that put fans and do that, yeah. so much stress. And I don't know how you can enjoy it a day sometimes <laughs> when you're, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, cool. So that's it, lads. I can't wait to watch your set later. And thanks a million for weathering the storm and coming down to play for us as well today. Thank you, you very much. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you.